Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. And we are live. So, uh, the party, after defeating uh, the faceless lord at the fetid wedding, uh, saving uh, Aramkos, uh, the, the gigantic, uh, like, living fungi thing, this entity that took up, takes up uh, most of the Underdark, uh, the party Oops. had traveled uh for months or maybe not months but traveled miles and miles back up to uh Araj Vizarin's tower where the uh the dark heart had been buried the dark heart being the uh the result of uh gathering tons of materials of different things uh all sorts of terrible uh components um and then you had buried the dark heart at uh the base of uh Vizern's tower or or do you you know last last chances for you know let's go plant this thing somewhere else no i no i think we're good all right so uh the talisman known as the dark heart uh where where would you just like at the base of his tower maybe nearby but not exactly under the tower like where where are we thinking did you have any thoughts, Owen, since you were sneaking over there? Um, no. Uh, I would have looked for direction more than likely from, I can't believe I'm saying this, Vigorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, sorry if, if I missed, was it uh, at the tower? <laughs> yeah, we were we were burying it over at the, at the base of the tower. Base of the tower. All right. Excellent. So you've traveled, you've buried it base of the tower. Um, oh, and you all actually didn't see. We're uh, we're up here at Iraj, top of the map. And um, so let's change over to this map. Uh, you bury it at the base of the tower there, and uh, you and your army looking around can uh, quickly see that this is probably the most advantageous point here. There's like a a slope uh, leading up to the side of this cavern that the tower is in. Lots of space, you know, great for an army of uh, Harpers and Zentarum and everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to make this quiet. <laughs> okay. Um, so you've you've placed a dark heart. You uh, you can pick a a place. Um, I've drawn out this this side of the the cavern. If that's where you all would like to go, if you want to go somewhere else, uh, we'll have to do theater of the mind because I don't have a map for that. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. All right, great, <laughs> good. I like your choice. <laughs> uh, let me go get your tokens. We have a tiny little campfire. Yeah, in a teepee. Yeah, I figured you know nine hours of uh, sitting there for the ritual. Um, you, you all would probably want to make camp or something. 
uh and there's your your constructs and things uh Vigorn. so but yeah so you've you've placed the uh the dark cart um let's do uh let's say here I'll draw a terrible little heart <laughs> Uh, so mm-hmm. placed at the bottom of the Thrones Tower. Uh, wow. We would have hidden it not right beside the, I mean, obviously the theater of the mind, but not right beside the door, but I would have snuck around and tried to bury it somewhere that wasn't obviously noticeable, even if somebody, you know, where somebody would have seen, hey, something's been dug up here. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, that's exactly what you did. So... Um, uh, with that, Grin, who is Viserun's apprentice, who has traveled with you to Menza Brenzin and, you know, over uh, a good portion of the Underdark at this point, um, gives you like a, a, sh- a slight bow and nod and says, uh, uh, well, from here, I'll uh, return to Viserun's tower uh, and assist with the ritual. Um uh, should uh, should one of us go with him just to keep an eye, just to make sure? You know, not, not to split the party, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just going to his tower right there. Um, uh, Viserun will be weak uh, after the ritual completes, and so uh, I will assist him uh, after that. But uh, what if I want to watch the ritual? Okay. Um, well. Bigorn, you know, uh, they got windows in the tower, so if you want to watch the ritual, you can also keep an eye out from the tower loft and use your cloak of the bat to catch it, you know, get back to us if, if there's an emergency and we need you. Or, or you can send your fly up and keep an eye. Yeah, my fly does not have, uh, I do not have vision from that. Uh, let's see. Uh, just looking at my different abilities. Yeah, no, no. I did have fly at one point, but then I shut it off. Uh, let's see. So, um, I'm going to. I'm going to assume that my fly and I we've been we've been teaching each other like baseball signals, and so uh, uh, you know, you touch your nose and touch the ear, then you rub the belly, sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to send my fly up in the window, and he's going to be sending me signals like. You know, poking his eye and rubbing his belly and uh, stretching his wing. And so I'm going to be like uh, uh, communicating with him. And I'll be a little confused. Like, what? what? St- steel second? Uh, no, that doesn't seem like the right thing. Okay. Yeah, you can you can definitely uh, give it a try. Um, <laughs> the, the tower is uh, a few. Uh, well, let's say for it's it's about 100 feet away let's say 80 80 feet so, mm-hmm. uh some some perception checks involved maybe to try to okay. see your fly and then uh-huh. see if you can uh you know make sense of it um but yeah so uh it, it's over yonder uh grin tells you that um uh well so grin will ask do any of you have the sending spell or the capability to cast it no, no. Uh, like that one spell you should have, but then it's it's never like the one that makes the cut list. It's very much a utility spell that is always yeah. first to be cut. Yeah. So, um, Grin will pull out a spell scroll and hold it out to the party, or whoever wishes to take it to somebody, preferably that can cast the spell. 
That would not be me. I mean, Rocket, you could always try. I think it's like an intelligence check. Uh, yes. So it would be the the DC is the like ten plus the spells level. So I think it's the second or third level spell. So the DC would be twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I actually don't think uh, Vigorn has the sense spell even in his uh, ability list. I don't think it's a um, a artificer spell. It looks like Bard Cleric Wizard. Okay. Yep. Bard Cleric Wizard. Wow. <laughs> so. Uh, Bard Cleric Wizard. Do we have any of those? We have a cleric. Um, as a what? What level of cleric are you? I am tenth level cleric. Okay, so you should definitely be able to cast third level cleric spells. Uh, in which case, yes, uh, I, I absolutely can. Uh, I just don't have it prepared. Sure, that's fine. So, uh, so uh, Fenner would be the one who could cast that for you then. So uh, Grin will hand it to Fenner, I suppose, and uh, give another short bow and then start climbing down this, uh, this slope to the tower. But wait, what do we do with this spending, sending spell? You, you read it? Cast the spell? Uh, oh, <laughs> maybe you mean like, what are, what's the purpose of this? So, Viserun, exactly. yes, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's, been, it's been months that we've been, you know, moving around the Underdark. So um, the reason I give, I'm giving this to you is so that uh, Viserun wanted me to give it to you so that once you place the talisman, the Dark Heart, um, you can use this spell scroll ascending to tell him that you have done so um, and when to begin the ritual. And then he will do so. Ah, okay. Theater of the mind, I have now dropped another spell so that I can have Cindy prepared. You shouldn't have to. This is just a scroll. So you can just read the scroll and you're good. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. So you can just, you know. It, I mean, you can have sending if you want, or you can undo it and get whatever that spell is. Uh, no, nope, it's okay. It was it was another utility spell that I had not had an opportunity to use anyway. Okay. Uh, either way. Uh, okay. Uh, so Grin will uh, start uh, slowly stepping down the slope and walking over to Viserun's tower. Uh, yeah, you all can uh, send cast the sending spell and talk to Viserun whenever you are ready. And we can go from there. Make sure you pretend you you're there. planting it somewhere else. I'm sorry, what was that, Rocco? Ma- make sure when you tell Viserin that we're ready to start the ritual that we have put the Dark, How- Tar- dark Heart maybe in Menzo Baranzan where he asked, even though we've secretly <laughs> put it at the tower. <laughs> oh, should, we, uh, should we stand by the tower? Oh, probably not. Okay. Hey, I had a lot of experience with towers. You don't understand everybody. Mike, uh, you know me, uh, coming to use. Uh, and you all would recall that uh, Viserin wanted you to place the Dark Heart in Menzo Baranzan. Mm-hmm. Well, this should be interesting. So I guess we want to stay back. I mean, close enough to see the action, but not right up on it. Yeah. How um? Uh, yeah. What's the distance? Y'all just let me know when it's when it's time. Uh, what's I'm sorry. What's the distance? When we're looking at the map, is are the squares a certain distance? Uh, we're just gonna go with uh the the distance that as the map is drawn. So 
from the edge to the tower. Let's say it's 80 feet. Perfect. All right. I guess we want to stay kind of far back. Oh, um, maybe now's a good time. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll just as a reminder again, I'm going to chug potions when the ritual's finished. Yep, yep. And and when the ritual is finished, I'm going to cast uh, my little uh, my little friend uh, little cannon, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to cast uh, the health cannon this time, just in case. Okay. Um, so, yep, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. There's definitely going to be an opportunity for you all to, to do some preparations. Um, okay. So, uh, right. is there anything else you would like to do before you cast the sending spell and talk to Vizrin? Mm. I'm just looking at my extra stuff. Let's infuse item. Uh, does anybody need anything? Um, anything turned into a magic item? Oh, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, when you finish, enchant my water skin. <laughs> you can touch up to five non-magical objects, impu- imbuing them, uh, each of them, with one of your artificer infusions. And I've used four of them, uh, turning it into a magic item. You can attune yourself to the item instant you infuse it, or forgo attunement so that someone else can attune to the item. Uh, Right, and the infusion remains a- uh, until after four days. So, let me know. Do you have a, a weapon that's not magical that needs to be magical? I think uh, I'm good here. Finner, roll, Finner rolls his shoulder and takes a better grip on his plus three axe, battle axe. <laughs> 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 so, ready when you are big time. Ah, shut off. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm re- I, I, have, I have maxed I am attuned to... <laughs> to five items right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can do that. Artificer. The artificer. You just see Vigorn show up. He's just like glowing with magic. Oh, what's wrong, everybody? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I think you were making greeting cards or slime or something. You look like you're covered in glitter. <laughs> uh, I, I actually do have the fairy mushroom ring, which every time you use it, um, uh, ex- uh, shows uh, multicolored uh, dragonflies appear in my space. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, sounds like we are good on magic items, which is a good thing. And I have also been careful not to go over... Uh, the, the 10, uh, what is it? The, uh, uh, yeah, the consumables. And then I don't have more than, uh, six magic items in use. So the, let's see, what's the one item that I have that, uh, is, doesn't require attunement. I do have one. Find it. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know where it is. Hmm. Hmm. This, uh, well, if I don't let's see one of protection. Two, nope, three. Oh, the, the 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 tome of clear thought does not re- require um, uh, concentrate. Uh, does not require attunement, but it takes up a slot in the magic slots. Yep. So, yep, yep. yeah. So yes, I am maxed out at six. All right. So whenever everybody's ready, we can uh, kick this off with that setting spell. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Finner, Finner grabs his uh, uh, grabs his his 
amulet of soon and bows his head and uh, sends to Vizrin. Let's get this party started. Okay, so uh, Fenner, uh, in your head in response to you here. <laughs> Excellent! Yes! The ritual! Good! <laughs> Good! Ah, don't forget about the human sacrifice. Uh, pure blood uh, component. Yes! Fenner <laughs> ah. will look to the rest of the group and say, did I miss some instructions about a pure blood human sacrifice? Um, I don't remember that. He was sounding a whole lot like Roger, but I don't know anything out of pure blood sacrifice, and not that I'd be willing to do it, but I don't think we have one to give. Sure. I mean, Fenner's the only one I can think of as the logical alternative. Well, he didn't ask us to source it, so I think that one's on him. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, does sending just go two ways once, or correct, can correct. I just send it's, again? It's you send a message, they respond. 25 words. Uh, or less. Um, Fenner can give me an insight check. Uh, let's see. Vigorn can give me an arcana check. And then... Uh, who How about a nat 20 inside chat for 29? We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. And then, who has Gromf Bainry's Grimoire? Is that I am certain I do not? Is that Raka or Roger? Well, Raka was not present at that. I guess Vigorn could have it. Sure. Okay. Jenner would not have held on to it. Okay. So let's, let's do this. Um, Fenner. You can tell by what you heard from Vizern that um, he's he's like sounds even more so. Uh, ha- he's he's lost it even more so than when you were uh, had last seen him. If you remember, you encountered him back at uh, that like underdark uh, historical uh, museum, like the all the all the history and lore and everything and they were able to see the the past and future and all that stuff um mm-hmm. he, he seemed to have it at least you know moderately well uh there you know no no insane cackling or anything else but this last message you heard from him he definitely had uh you know lost a few marbles or so mm. uh, uh of uh, is that all i i incited before vegan yeah, so let's let's start there. Uh Fenner will look at the group and say, Gang, uh he seems about three marbles short of Roger at this point. I'm not hundred percent sure we can trust A that he's gonna get any kind of ritual right, and B that he hasn't lost it and betrayed us in some way. Roger promptly pulls out a bag of ball bearings and starts fingering through it. No, I have all my ball bearings here. I'm not missing three. <laughs> See, three less than that. <laughs> we need to be careful. He needs to complete this ritual. All right. And then Vigor. Maybe somebody can take him a nice big thermos of coffee. Oh, sure. Get him caffeinated. I'm sure that would, that would help the situation. Uh, <laughs> Vigor, uh, I'm guessing from here, you know, you would start thinking about it. Maybe check through the grimoire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. So, yeah, you're, you're looking through it uh, and you're looking at the ingredients. Uh, and they they match what he had you shop out. Um, the the ingredients match uh, what 
uh, uh, Gromf Bainry used in the ritual. Uh, the intact and unhatched egg of a purple worm, the central eye of a beholder, six feathers from six different angels, the heart of a garistro, 13 Tim-masked mushrooms sprouted from the footprint of a greater demon, uh, the grimoire, which you have and are holding, and a few drops of blood, which you gathered from Yanagu. Or the, the Garistro who had fought Yanagu. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't see the, the blood. The, the the other thing, the, the pure human, whatever that he said, I don't see it here. We probably should not add it then. Maybe he's lost it and that will mess up the ritual. Yeah, or could maybe be. he was just, just looking for an ingredient for his breakfast sandwich. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens? Well, I mean, if he's, he's a weird dude who lives in a tower. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if he's supposed to have this ingredient and he doesn't have it and tries to do the spell? Is it just his body explodes from all the uncontained magic? Maybe if we're lucky. I mean, the grimoire seems to have the, the recipe, and I I don't think we need human sacrifice. That seems to be maybe just his prerogative. Yeah, something doesn't seem right here. Well, at this point, I've told him to start, so I'm not sure we can control a whole lot, if it, even if we knew. We're just going to have can to wait. Can somebody be ritual cast detect magic and see if there's a weird glow coming from that tower? <laughs> Do I have detect magic? Dang, I oh, don't. You. Yes, at will. But it's only 30 feet away. Oh. Let's see, Rocker. What if you have a telescope? Passive perception. Of <laughs> uh, you're unable to. Oh, well, actually, no. Let's let's say this. Um, you see that these mists uh, have started swirling around the Vizarin's tower. Uh, the Ferris was present before, but this seems to be like slowly starting to move, and you're able to perceive that there's some slow like. Uh, you know, like hurricane kind of movement to this now. Very slow. Okay, I'll share that with the group. So that's what happens when he doesn't have all the ingredients. It doesn't summon a demon, it makes like weird wind. Okay, I think we're okay. Well, we've got nine hours to wait. I guess we have to sit and find out. Roger pulls out a deck of cards. Pinochle, anyone? Mm Hmm. Yes, I, I'm a, a fond player. Good, you can teach me the rules. Jeez. <laughs> oh, right. I, I uh, myself cast gaseous form and uh, hide as a gas. <laughs> okay. Did somebody pass gas? <laughs> For an hour, you'll be in gaseous form. And then there will be eight hours to go in the rest of this ritual, at which point you will no longer be in gaseous form. Mm-hmm. I, well, I mean, the the intention was to do this at the end. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no worries. I figured uh, we were waiting. So with that in mind, uh, we'll skip forward a little bit. Now, I, I think Raka, Vigor, and, and now you have also have something you plan to do once the ritual seems like it's completing. So um, I'll let you all know. Or we will, you know, retcon it and say you were able to do it. Uh, since mm-hmm. you all intend to do so. Um, so, uh, upon hearing that there's nine hours to go in this ritual, the, the army around you kind of settles in some people like take off the helmet and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they basically settle in on this slope, uh, by the tower. Great. So 
anything you would like to do for these nine hours? Playing play cards? Yeah, I'm gonna cheat at cards for eight hours. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's just go around the party real quick. Uh, and let's uh, start in roll 20 left order. Vigorn. As uh, Vigorn settles in for, you know, whatever he's doing for nine hours. Um, mm-hmm. And you're, you're reading the grimoire, reading the <laughs> grimoire. Uh, and, you know, the, the materials list catches your eye and you're looking over it. and You remember kind of some of the events that happened over the campaign. What would be Vigorn's favorite event that happened during this campaign? Oh, 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 Egorn's favorite event? Event, situation, favorite moment, that kind of thing. Oh, uh, but playing video games at the, uh, in the, his home city, of course. Do you remember that? Uh, when you, we when went the, to like the Dave and Busters. Right, right, right. Yep. <laughs> and you won prizes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won that weird fly thing. There you go. All right, very good. <laughs> All right, so uh, so Vigord kind of looks lost in thought for a moment, and then kind of smiles. Uh, and uh, maybe you have the—is that the fly that you have with you, or is that something else? Uh, no, that's the toy plush fly that uh, is you know made in another country that <laughs> gotcha. pretty much just you know falls apart if you just look at it. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, so you know, smiles with that memory, and then let's go to Fenner. Uh, as uh, as Fenner is kind of uh, you know doing whatever Fenner is doing for nine hours, um, what, what's a, a favorite moment that Fenner has from this campaign? So Fenner's found, at least without getting too far away from everybody, the highest ground possible, and is is uh, silently communing with Soon as he uh, as he kind of keeps watch as as is his nature. Um, and in the calmness that comes with that focus of uh, communing with Soon, uh, the the image of having just uh, finished a very short battle, running to the side of the building and turning and seeing uh, Vigorn and behind Vigorn, uh, uh, you know, you can tell he's protected uh, Toomey and Toomey's face when she recognizes him as she was scared when uh when her captors uh, had been attacked and she didn't know what was going on. And that, that was his favorite part of his adventures thus far. Nice. And as you're, you're there, you know, your mind wanders a little bit as you're praying to Sunni, but um, your, your um, uh, holy symbol kind of glows a little bit with uh, it's, it seems to be a little bit warmer and that warmth seems to like spread over you. Um, just like a, a calming kind of piece. Um, Raka, what's Raka doing for nine hours? And uh, as Raka sits there, you know, doing whatever she's doing, what was her favorite moment from this campaign? Uh, so Raka is teaching Roger cards. She also <laughs> doesn't know the rules, but she's making them up as she goes along. Uh, and uh, she's thinking back to uh, Grackle Stug or Grackle Stew, which we couldn't. Re- come up with a solid name for that one. Uh, and is thinking about uh, Themberchod and how adorable he was. And also uh, the giant, like two headed ogre or giant. It was that, uh, mm-hmm. that they fought and, and he was a beast. So she's, she's enjoying that thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, 
Does does Roger realize that Rocket doesn't know the rules and oh. Rocket's making it up? <laughs> Roger is all in on the Calvin ball of cards. <laughs> I know that reference. I mean, I'm cheating anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, so uh, you realize the coins Roger is playing with are not real coins. They're those foil wrapped chocolate coins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, uh, as gopher, you know, we'll, we'll kind of move over to gopher as you're sitting there playing cards with them. Um, and you're kind of focusing on that. Um, and then your mind kind of flicks back a bit, uh, to some of your, your past adventures. What, what was gopher's favorite moment from this campaign? Well, it was kind of an elongated moment. The time that he spent learning, um, proper accents to communicate with the rest of uh, you know, all of society with Vigorn and learning that Vigorn, uh, learning through Vigorn that not all drow are the type of drow that are going to imprison you. And sometimes it's safe. Like, you know, it's just the Underdark is dangerous in general. I'm sure you've met, you know, another Surf Snibbler and it was terrible. And just like learning all of that stuff, the growth. Yeah. Learning, mm-hmm. learning, uh, making friends. Yes. Making friends. Awesome. All right. And then uh, Roger, <laughs> what was Roger's favorite moment? Well, Roger kind of has two favorite moments. His personal favorite moment was getting to see Jessica again and getting to play patty cake and knowing that when they're done with whatever's going to happen here at the tower, he can go back, meet up with her again, and they can go home or whatever she wants to. You know, he's mm-hmm. he just wants to be with her again. Uh, his favorite moment with the group, though, was that time he set a bunch of things on fire with a fireball. <laughs> yeah, that one time. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And um Raka also wants to raise a raise a little her, her water tanker up to um to salute Victoria and her time with the party. Oh, yeah. 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 She's she's definitely far away and not uh not trailing the party and hoping to get a blow in. <laughs> Roger will raise a flask of what smells suspiciously like paint thinner. all right so (laughs) with that uh you can hear kind of the the restless sounds of like the four or five thousand uh you know beings who are here with you and your your army that you've gathered from the the harpers the zentarum the the dwarves the the drow you know all the different factions and people that have come with you to try to put a stop to these uh, evil entities who have invaded uh, Toro and the Prime Material. Um, and then after, we'll fast forward about nine hours or so. Um, by this point, the Ferris is swirling about uh, quicker. Um, but uh, let's see. Probably Vigorn's tra- uh, sense of time is probably better than or you know most accurate maybe i I don't know whoever's sense of time uh, is most accurate would sense that uh, the ground starts to rumble a bit um and you hear um oh actually you hear hopefully some some soundtracks some sounds and not a cat purring in my face Mm -hmm. all right uh where is my so we got this one. 
And then, uh, ah, okay, so here we go. You hear, uh, the, you know, in addition to the normal sounds of the Underdark, some crackling of thunder, um, the, the shaking of rocks and things, just uh, like the, the rocks all around you start just doing that, you know, pre-earthquake shaking. Um, and then there is uh, a tearing sound and several... Uh, roars of anger. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> as nope. uh, mm-hmm. portals open and drawn or pushed out of them, uh, definitely against their will, you see several very large creatures. Uh, the Lords of the Abyss, summoned here through your ritual. But it's not just them. Pouring out of the portals with them are all sorts of terrible creatures as well who start filling the area. As the the Lords of the Abyss see each other... Um, oh, actually, there's something to read here. Uh, where did it go? Are we the bad guys? (laughs) We have skulls on our helmet. Are we the baddies? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So So, uh, I'll read this box text real quick. The waiting is the hard part. Time seems to drag on as you remain alert. Weapons drawn. Every nerve singing with the tension in the air all around you. Finally, a swirling light begins to flare in the darkness. A barely audible Humming shakes you to the core, rising and falling like a vast heartbeat in the depths. The glow of Ferez gathers and brightens, creating swirling pools like holes torn in the air. A roar sounds from far away as shadows move in the depths of those pools of light. The demons are coming. And then the, the demons step out, yada, yada. Um, okay, so uh, there's also with them several other creatures that fly out. Uh, and towards you all, the the Lords of the Abyss see each other and seem to be uh, just in a fury, uh, a bit disoriented. But as they look around, they see each other and, uh, you know, draw weapons or start, you know, doing doing their thing. Talons or claws extended uh, and they start doing battle. You hear uh, lots of terrible things and you hear and feel the the like uh rumbling of some of these uh stalagmites like crumbling as there's uh fighting around them so those uh lords of the abyss are fighting uh these creatures are flying towards you and your army um there are several of them and several other creatures like them uh but this one is looking at you all and uh seems to be flying towards you with intent um, so let's roll initiative or it can just attack you, you know, but if, <laughs> if, if you don't want to, if you don't want to fight, it'll, it'll just attack you. Mm. Oh, he's tiny. Oh, no, you I... be able to kill him right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to turn on the turn tracker. Uh, we got two natural 20 initiative rolls. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right. So let me get those on the board because they, well, Fenner just blew his good, good roll for the night. Uh, I've now rolled two twenties. 
529 nat 20 insight check and then my 20 initiative Fenner, yep. it's, and it's I'm, okay. for threes for the rest of the evening it's karma balancing <laughs> itself out you were rolling low for the entirety of the campaign but this one is going to be all crits right last session oh no see those two rolls were before combat started now that we're in combat is natural karma <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Called so, combat karma. Combat karma. Uh, oh, I oh. see a certain someone's. Oh, oh no, that's the enemy. Saw Victoria roll in initiative. I was like, oh, somebody snuck into the initiative order. <laughs> no, only a six. Victoria can't get under like a twelve or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Roger. Check. Uh, let's see, Gophers in here. Uh, Raka, we got Fenner, we got Vigorn. All right, so all of the players are here. We have our NPC for now, or our, our enemy. Just the one? Just the one. For now. Are they um, right. flying right now? Are we considering this a cliff that we're, we're standing they on? They are flying. They're, uh, let's say, 20 feet above the ground. Uh, but they're flying towards you, and they are uh, looking very intent on fighting you, so I'm sure they will be uh, engaged shortly. Um, All right. Uh, I guess I'll do this. Uh, since I had a chance to go shopping and I bought some fun toys, I might as well use them, right? Sure. sure. We'll go ahead, and uh, so it's going to be a DC 17 because it's from a scroll if I can get this to roll magically or if I'm going to just have to do it the hard way. Uh, oh, it's not going to let me do it from this menu. It's a scroll of Dawn. Okay. So a 30-foot cube. Um, let see. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, something like Oh. Uh so let's let's pause for a moment. Um uh the, the, the time seems to slow and in front of you a portal opens and you see a deck of cards looking through at you and they kind of lean through and say uh, hey guys, uh, I'm your friend the safety deck. Uh, it's, it's been nice to sponsor this campaign. Um, really excited about this ending. You all are going to nail it. <laughs> and then the portal closes. Nice. Alright, sorry about that, Roger. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. N- nice to meet you, safety deck. Mm-hmm. Uh... So the light of dawn shines down on a location you specify, and the spell uh, ends a thirty foot oh thirty foot radius, forty foot high cylinder of bright light glimmers. There, this light is sunlight. Um, each creature in it must make a Constitution saving throw, DC seventeen, taking four D ten radiant damage or half on a successful save. Okay, and then I can move it up to 60 feet as bonus action. Sure. So. Um, let's see. Do I have spell templates in here? Mm. I don't think I do. Um, 
Uh, it's what's what uh, radius? Thirty foot radius. Thirty foot. What just happened? What are you asking? What spell I cast? Uh, no, I think I need to rate that. Alright, scrolling down. 30 foot radius. There you go. Uh, I wasn't casting on them. I was casting on right in front of us to catch any but any ads heading towards us. Okay. Uh, yeah, you should be able to move it, right? Yep. There you go. Alright, so you cast it. It appears... Um, so that creature is going to make its save, I hope. Uh, what was the, uh, the con? DC 17. Yeah. Uh, on. Uh, it takes 4d10. Oh, has advantage. 13 still not going to make it. It's going to take 19 radiant damage. Yes. Oh, right. Uh, it takes 19 radiant damage. Anything else for Roger? Um. No, no. I think that that'll that'll do nicely for now. Uh, I I'll probably move, but. All right, go ahead and uh, take some movement, Vigor, in your turn. All right, um, what is what does this uh, radius thing do? Sorry. So there was a brilliant, gigantic beam of uh, a cone of sunlight that mm-hmm. uh, emitted from the ceiling down to the floor. Okay, and is it burning, remains there if any burning yeah. most of your army and also these creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like something Roger would do. <laughs> no, I thought all of our army was behind us. No, no, they, they, putting this, any, they were anything coming. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's just say they're they're up here on the on top of like whatever this is, right? So yeah, they're supposed to be up here with us. We we're waiting to see sure, what happened down sure, there. Sure. We were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. So it's just caught the that creature or the the hordes of creatures that are flying towards you and your army. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, that sort of uh, uh, did something to my plans. So I am going to cast um, a magic missile at it at fifth level, and uh, it's uh, from my war- robe of shining robe of stars, robe of shining stars. No matter who you are. Uh, so, uh, that is, uh, 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 that is two, and then, uh, so that's ten, ten points of damage, right? <laughs> so it's three plus four. Yeah, three. Okay. Three plus yep, four yep, yep. additional missiles, right? So, Seven mm-hmm. times two would yeah. be fourteen. Fourteen damage, uh, and it is the force damage, gotcha. and uh, that's what I did. All right, 
and then my uh, little friend here will march forward and um, he will uh, cast uh, some healing on everybody, some temp HP and that is uh, uh, protector everybody gets uh, 8 temporary HP who's in its uh, 10 foot uh, alright if I could see what that says because things are you know how things get covered up uh, 10 feet of the turret so uh, I'll put that 10 Save setting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody gets a eight temp HP. Who's in that cir- circle? All right. So Fenner, go for Vigorn. And I guess your yeah. construct, maybe. Uh. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. That thing. All right. Yeah. There we go. So we'll move on to Raka. All right, Raka is not quite ready to use whatever potential range stuff she has at the moment. So she's just going to ready in action and just hope, you know, make really snarly faces at this thing coming at them and, and hope that it will come and attack her. And we'll, we'll take some great axe swings if it comes in her radius. Absolutely. Uh, so holding one attack as a reaction. Uh, moving on to Fenner. All right. Are all these giant guys up here standing on the ground? Or are they flying? What do we got? They are. They are standing on the ground, uh, you know, like 80 plus feet away, and they are all fighting each other. And all it's, right. It's a uh, battle. They are down there fighting each other, and they are so far have not noticed you, and you're probably really glad because you see uh, it, it looks uh, like you would not want to be there with the kind of damage they are doing to each other. So without getting close then, Fenner is going to cast and being far away, hopefully they I would not expect they would be able to tell that it was him that was doing it, is going to cast good old and I haven't ever used this one. Where'd it go? Sorry. Um, second level spell. Fight Griff. All right. Uh, uh, 20, uh, 20 foot radius, and we're going to center it, uh, let's just say, right about here so that it'll catch all these three lower ones and maybe a little bit of the upper ones. But as they move to attack each other, uh, give him a little extra damage. Alright, let me find my where this game is in my huge list of games. There we go. Uh, we're just going to use this template because it's the 20 foot radius I have. And then where were you putting it? Uh, moving one more. Up one more? No, down. Sorry. Like there? Right. Right. Yep, right there is perfect. Oh, so... Right. So, so uh, Fenner, Fenner mumbles to himself, and uh, the the ground within that radius, uh, out of the ground, twists black gnarled uh, roots with spikes and thorns, uh, wrapping all all through the through the area, almost like a a field of uh, 
of thorn of black thorns. Okay. As those individuals are fighting. Uh, all right. Anything else for fun? Uh, oh. So that will be it. Other than. Uh, I believe that those three will take the damage initially and then don't take any more damage until, if I'm reading it right, until they move. Okay. So uh, at the end of Fenner's turn, you see that the uh, the gods, the deities in front of you, don't take any damage from it. And from this creature's staff, uh, you uh, may have recognized it from some religious texts as uh, Orphus. Uh, from his staff, without him even looking at you, as a legendary action, a uh, necrotic bolt, bolt is going to fly at you. Does a 20 hit? Oh, jeez. A 20 does hit. <laughs> All right, 27 mm. necrotic damage to you. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, my, thank goodness for that temp HP, but it is gone. <laughs> uh, go for your turn. All right. Yeah, and that was from this one's stuff. Not getting. Oh, there's that paint. Yeah, that's Orcus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and none of them took damage. Correct. Yep. Not good. All right. So I should be able. No, not quite. I was going to say moving my uh, mage hand towards this wacky looking thing in the uh, 30 foot radius would be what I want to do with it, but not sure. Oh, it appears at a point you choose within range 30 feet. Okay. I suppose if I move first. Yeah, and I'll pop that mage hand on over uh, to this guy and tap him on the shoulder with it. Okay. Is that a bonus action? It's my bonus action to tap him. It moves to him. Okay. So... Yeah. um... So I still have my action. What's your subclass? You're uh, a... Arcane Trickster. The uh, the feature that will let me do that is this guy. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. This was the reason I picked the arcane trickster and didn't divert to anything else. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so then I'll pop him. Uh, go uh, ahead and mm-hmm. pop him uh, with the crossbow. What just happened? Software. You were popping them with a crossbow. <laughs> That's exactly what I tried to do. Go out of your inventory. Oh, it's such a fun time for my computer to decide it can't handle any of this. There we go. Uh, so the damage came through, but I don't see an attack roll. Yeah, that's why. I'm, that's okay. Oh my lord. Uh, 
So you can uh, do something like... Uh, I'm trying to throw the roll. So it's taking like 10 seconds for my roll to occur. Rocky and Deviant. Okay. I have no idea why. So you can do something like that and manually roll it where X is your attack modifier. And that will roll an attack roll at advantage. Um, so you don't want to keep the dot okay. space in front of it. You just want the slash R... Uh, yeah, or that works. A 21. Um, let's see. Ooh, not Orcus. You're trying to hit uh, this guy. That will hit. Uh, 43. Does he have any resistances? Or I didn't roll it advantage either, did I? Uh, yeah, go ahead and crush fish. Roll it again. I think it's shift uh, and then attack roll to roll at advantage through DD Beyond. This is a really new experience for me, watching the die float across the table and just not land on anything. Neat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm breaking physics over here for sure. Okay, there we go. No, so that was that. No, I have to go to sneak attack. Roll my sneak attack. Uh, It's already rolled. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, okay. then just do do the thing. So a twenty-two okay, cool. will definitely hit for forty-three damage. It does not have resistances to any events. So does it get, okay. do we get sneak attack? Uh, yes, because he has advantage and does not have disadvantage. That's awesome. I gotta remember that trick. Yep, yep. Uh, that is great for a rogue. All right. So anything else for you've used your movement action bonus? That's my whole turn. That's yep. everything. All right. So we'll move on to the Nabasau or the Nabasu or however you pronounce this thing. All right. So it flies down to Raka, and as it leaves the bright sunlight, um, immediately you see. Uh, uh, darkness surrounds it, and hopefully you can see the the darkness around it. And Raka, you find yourself in uh, total darkness. Ooh. Now, does my ready to action reaction go off before that, or would that happen after their turn? Uh, so the ready to action. If actually they're within five feet of me, I don't know if they're floating above me. Let's go ahead and say, mm, yeah. Let's say let's go ahead and have you take an attack because he was exiting the sunlight as it was flying towards you. So as the darkness was basically starting to exude from it, uh, you bop it on the on the nose or the face or whatever. All right, I'm going to try Great Weapon Master. So this will be negative five, twenty-three. Twenty-three will still hit. Nice for twenty-two. And... Yep, 22. 22. All right, nice. A good solid hit for Raka. Um, and it screeches. Uh, let's see. Uh, sounds quite angry. I don't know if that was quite what I was going for. But uh, flies around Raka a little bit, and we're going to have it do an attack on Raka. Roger does speak abyssal. Mm. Uh, it was saying very mean things about Raka. Mm-hmm. Um, Raka, it is going to uh, at you take a bite. 
No, nope. Bounces off the armor. Um. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So normally, because you're in darkness, you would be blinded, and it would have advantage. But I think because it's coming out of the sunlight, we'll say that you know it was it was right as that was happening. So. Um, doesn't get advantage, but it is going to do this. So uh, it's looking at Raka. I do need a charisma saving throw, please. Okay. From who? Charisma save is a success. Nice. Okay. All right. So good. So that was all of that. Um, it's going to fly away towards Vigorn. Uh, Raka, it is in darkness, so no attack of opportunity or sentinel. Darn. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, because it's doing its multi-attack, it already did the bite and mm-hmm. soul stealing gaze, so it is going to try to claw Vigorn. Mm, 20 miss. Ooh, 20, yep, AC 21, nice. All right. Yeah, is he still in darkness, though? He is. is- and he's bringing darkness with him, right? Yes, this darkness seems to be traveling with him. All right, so I guess he'd roll with advantage then. All right? Oh, okay, that is true. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think it's getting any better. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about the advantage from All right, so that was its turn. Roger, your turn. Roger is going to think he is super clever is going to walk down somewhere around here, pull a copper coin out of his purse, cast the light spell on it, and toss it into the darkness. (laughs) Okay. Bright Uh, light in a 20-foot radius. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Magical light. Let's do... Do I have a torch? Uh, Toss it at Vigorn's feet. Not my normal uh, room. I mean, if you just want to draw a 20 foot circle around Vigorn or give him a aura or something. Um, what is the light radius here? Uh, you said 20 feet or 10? It's uh, 20 feet. Oh, I don't, I don't know why it gives you a dex save, but <laughs> Vigor, dex save to not get hit by a coin. Nice. <laughs> uh, where were you aiming for? I was aiming at Vigor, like basically <laughs> where I thought he was. All right, so we'll do that. We'll place it here. Let me do... It bounces off Vigorn's head and lands at his feet. Yeah, Vigorn, I need a deck save, apparently. Okay. <laughs> deck save. Here we go. Uh, 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 deck save. Uh, 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 the nice. 20. Oh, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the darkness envelops you, and then through it, you see this like little ball of light approaching and you duck out of the way as you hear a clattering nearby and landing at your feet is a uh, a coin i think it was mm-hmm. yeah that is glowing with light and that glow uh is going to uh dispel the the light 
the darkness? Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, dispel the darkness. So uh, you can see the creature. There's like a, a haze of darkness around it, but it is no longer uh, uh, hidden by this. Um, all right, so Roger. So that was action, that was action. movement, yep. interaction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look out at this uh, sunlight that I, the dawn spell I have out here. Yep. Are there any other ads coming at us, or are we still just watching the boss monsters do boss monster things? Uh, there is a flood of monsters out of these portals, and they are currently uh, fighting your army. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? For, for shiggles, I'm just going to move this over here and let them eat light. All right. So now, uh, dancing in the spotlight, you see uh, the six deities that are just tearing into each other. I don't know if radiant damage will do anything to them or, or affect to be anything. <laughs> and then I will hide behind Fenner, and that'll be my turn. All right. Vigor, on your turn. All right, I am going to uh, summon my construct. Uh, and right in front of your face, you see this guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, that's why I'm summoning the construct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he does not look pleasant. I posted a token uh, in our chat uh, of my construct. It will be the stone construct. And, um, you should really clean your constructs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? It will. That could be bad, actually. Uh,. Yeah, it's a stone one. Okay, good. Because I already have that created for you. Mm-hmm. So you can put him uh, right there. Um, how big is it? It is a medium one. Uh, okay. So you should have the ability to edit that uh, sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you want to add in like the HP, AC, and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I will do that uh, uh, in a moment. I have, um, is it? I wonder if I have like the a, a sheet already. Mm, it is a, the construct spirit. So I don't know if you have construct spirit in uh, your collection of creatures. We need to grab it from. Uh, I think it was this. A, this might have been a Tasha's thing. I, I, TC, I, I do remember. have Tasha's. Yeah, for roll twenty. Okay. Um, so I'm pulling it up, and then I'll add the. Actually, you can probably add the token to it. The, yeah. The art. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it they it shares my initiative count, but it takes a turn immediately after me. So I used my action, used my bonus action to uh, uh, 
cast uh, some temporary HP in uh, in this area, and uh, that will be. Um, everyone gets twelve temporary HP. It doesn't stack, but uh, you're down on your HP. You can up good enough. Oops, twelve. All right. All right. So it should be. And then the, it should be in the journal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a construct spirit. Yes. 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 So put that there, and uh, it is going to. Uh, it is going to do its. Uh, oh, it doesn't have my the right. It is. I love how complicated uh, um, it's plus 12. All right, so can I fix plus 12? Plus 12. All right. And we'll do uh, two slams on the thing. One, two. Uh, So it looks like 15 uh, damage. uh, Plus the spell's level. Uh, it and it's a fifth level. Sp- it's a sorry fourth level spell, so that is a uh, plus, plus eight. eight. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. And let's see. Uh, all right. Yes. And uh, that is my turn. All right. Um. So we'll move on to Raka. All right, I'll rush down and take two attacks. Great weapon master. Let's go. That'll hit. Do one more swing. Uh, 22 and a 24. Both will hit. Wonderful. Uh, So 23. 23. Yes. And 22. Just might as well re-roll that since I get it once per turn. Reroll my D12. That's a little better. So, six. Another five points of damage. Uh, So it's 27? Yes, instead. Gotcha. All right. It's looking pretty good. You said you did those great weapon masters. Does that include your plus 10 to each of those? I included it. Yes. Yes. Okay. We are good. Uh, Yeah, I'll hold off. I think that's it. All right. We'll move on to Thunder. Alright. Finner will also run down and will take a swing with his battle axe. Mm. How about another crit? All Fenner, all crit. Let's go. <laughs> three, three, that's three tonight. Nice. Uh, um, balancing out for the rest of the campaign. Uh, so that's, uh, was that one or two handed? That was one-handed. So, ten damage? <laughs> yep. Nice. Right. Ten damage. Ten damage from a crit? Well, uh, with a plus three weapon. Uh, but we'll go oh. ahead and add the 1d6 from Gathered Swarm as the Yellow Jackets reach out and slap him from additional five. Gotcha. Uh, his Divine Strike will uh, give him an extra 1d6. So, that'll you need to roll an additional d6 and an additional d8. Yep, I just did. 
So that that five is from Gathered Swarm, and the Divine Strike gave it uh, another seven of fire damage. Well, I mean, so with a crit, everything's doubled, all dice. So for your Gathered Swarm, uh, so, two d six, and for your direct. Oh, uh, so I got to do another d six, another d eight. Yep. And, and then we're going to favored foe him and hit him for two more D4s. Awesome. So 10, 22, uh, 27, 28, 31. Uh, let's see. Nice. So 21 more. Um, yeah, I think we'll do that. It should be, it should be, it should be 31 total, yep. I guess. Yep, yep. Yep. So gotcha. uh, that will take out that creature. So it is 10.05. Uh, this one's off the board. Do we want the session to... Do we want the campaign to go on one more session? Or do we want to uh, kind of uh, narrate some things and then skip to the final boss battle? Um, I'm, I've got all the time in the world. But mm. you I could go either way. I, if we think it'll be a long battle, I don't mind waiting, but I could also stick around. I, I don't want to do any hand-waving, that's all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I've got at least two more hours. Spinner would then run up in front of Gopher, so Gopher is not not the closest thing to the deities. Yeah. Uh, end, of turn, end of turn, and then I'm good for whatever. Yeah, I'm good for whatever. Okay. Um... All right, so the uh, your allies nearby fighting out uh, with all the demons pouring out of these portals. Um, so as you're finishing off uh, this creature, the sounds of battle finally die away. Um, let me make sure I am... That's... Um, the sounds of battle finally die away. The ground before you stained black and red with, uh, uh, let me cross these out, uh, demonic blood and ichor in the terrible grip of Demogorgon. Um, so I'm going to move them over here. So the Demogorgon is this uh, lovely creature here that you saw Mm. emerge from the Dark Lake uh, and destroy the village. Uh, And it is attacking this creature, Orcus. Mm. Uh, Let's see. The ground before you stained black and red with demonic blood and ichor in the terrible grip of Demogorgon. Even the mighty Orcus looks almost small. Tentacles hold the demon prince of undeath which is Orcus, in a crushing grip, slithering across the maggot-riddled flesh of the horned demon. As they tighten inexorably, a strangled gasp issues from the demon lord's throat as a horrific crunching sound echoes throughout the cavern, and his skull-topped wand flies through the air towards you all and lands, uh, let's say, over here. It is a gigantic uh, wand. The Demogorgon casts aside the limp form of Orcus, which melts away as Orcus returns to the abyss that spawned him. 
the prince of demons throws back his two heads and roars his triumph. As he does, his nearer head turns, burning eyes raking across the battlefield. Filled with bloodlust and battle rage, the demon lord searches for another target and sees you. Alright, so let me, uh, uh, so Orcus was thrown aside, and let me roll the Demogorgon into, uh, into common combat here. Rally, the uh, sound effects that you're playing, like the demon scream, was really quiet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Okay. Is it uh, okay? Is it a good spot for me to go r- run and grab a drink real fast? Uh, let's see. Fenner is next. Uh, you're like three people down. Yeah, I'll probably yep. kill three people before you're back. So okay. All right. I'll be back. Um, the only thing I have left that I can do, if I'm allowed to, if my turn's not completely over, is bonus action spiritual weapon. Yeah, go for it. Uh, um, open, welcome into initiative. Do, 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 do. So I'm going to resort, and then we are on, oh, just past fire. There we go. Alright, so spiritual weapon, you should have it in your uh, journal, right? Oh, let's see, let's get over to uh, here we go uh, yep and we'll we'll do some artwork while uh, Vigorn is uh, on my back now I should be able to just grab it, right? Uh, grab it, what now? Uh, the thinner spiritual weapon is showing up over under characters. Yeah, you should be able to uh, drag it out onto the board. Oh, there we go. Okay. Let me make sure the distance is cool. Oh, spiritual weapon, 60 feet. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely good to get to them. Uh, and I am going to do this at, um, 1d8 for two slots above second, so fourth would be 2d8, and sixth would be 3d8. So we will go ahead and take a swing. Uh, 11 is not going to hit the. Pretty sure it is. There's, there's my, there's my two. There's my normal roll. <laughs> um, and uh, the the spike growth didn't affect him at all. Correct. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Just, he just ran through a bunch of it, if it did. Uh, let's see. What kind of damage was it? 
Vipereth um, does piercing damage. 2d4 for every five feet traveled. So he would have been one, two, three, four, five, six. So it would be 12d4 to where he is now if it, if piercing damage were. Okay, sure. Go ahead and roll it. All right. Um, there's five. There's another five. And there's two. So, 28. All right, got it. All right, yeah, he, he took that damage. Uh, was that? Uh, in turn. All right, so he's going to move uh, closer to you. So, I think that's another 10 feet of damage. So, it would be 15 as big as he is. Because he's going to end up moving through it. He's going to continue to move five feet so even after roll the... Roll the 15 feet, then. So, uh, 15 feet is another... Um, uh, 2d4. So, it'll be uh, 64. So, another 17. All right, got it. All right, so he is moving, and he is moving real quick. So uh, he runs and jumps up towards you, Funner. Uh, yep. Uh, and he... Let's see. Okay. Um, yep. So he's going to. Uh, you see, one of his uh, very large tentacles reach out towards you. Uh, uh, Twenty-eight hits. All right. Uh, I need a DC twenty-three Constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, good lord! So I would have to hit a crit here to to get it because I'm plus three on. Mm. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. All right, so your hit point maximum is reduced by 28. Ooh. Okay. So it is both uh, 28 damage, but also your hit point maximum is reduced. Okay, so my hit hit point maximum is now, and I need to write down a note, HP max is now 21, uh, by 28 is 101. HP max... 101. So I guess the question, and I took 28 damage. Uh, I had 12 temp. Um, so that leaves 16. But does my HP drop to 101 before applying that 16? Or do I get to do I get to use the nine points that I already have? Does that make sense? Um, so I don't think it gets rid of the temp, but the one that you have is your, okay. But you're cool. Your so HP, um, I'm at 94. Your HP max is currently 101. Yep. All right. So I'm down to 94. 
So I can only go back up to 101, even if I get healed. All right. Uh, well, so hold on. Yeah, I was going to say I had 110. Does that mean does that mean that my my hit points drop to 101? Then I subtract 16, no, or no. do I subtract so, 16? Actually, well, yeah. So let's go with this. I think your HP is at 101, and let's just say that. And then you you have your temp HP, uh, and um, I think well, I think the question becomes: He had taken damage before, so he was already damaged. Right. So does he take the twenty eight damage, which would actually be sixteen because of the temp HP? Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, from yeah. his maximum, then reduce it by twenty eight. Yeah, I th- I think so. So you would apply the twenty-eight force, and then reduce your temp H or your your HP max. So whatever the temp HP. That's exactly like you were saying, Penner. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I I misunderstood. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that was his action. Um. That is the end of his turn. Go for your turn. So are y'all there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. We can hear you. So I got my Discord just shut down on its own. Um, All right. So I'm at 94 with a max hit point of 101. So I got to change that on my little character sheet here. All right. Ouch. Uh, And I got to do a con save. Not that it really matters for my spike growth. Though my damage was so high, I could not have saved for the con anyway. So, despite the the thorns uh, wither up and sink back into the earth. Yep. Oh. <laughs> or not cool, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, Gopher, are you here? Yeah, I'm right, right here. It's your turn. The dem- Sounds uh, like Gopher's right. snoring. <laughs> so is, do- uh, in your face, and uh, it's your <laughs> do I have uh, advantage from Fenner? Uh, you don't have advantage from Fenner, but there is an ally within five feet that just took a so big tentacle and then uh, looked like it really hurt. Okay. Um, well, I've got so the funny thing is that my mage hand is five feet to the northeast, so I could use my mage hand, or I could bring my familiar, my bat, over to give me advantage. Or sure, um, yeah, plenty of ways to give you advantage. Okay, I'll have the mage hand uh, poke him in the eye. <laughs> God, I love poking out eyes. It has several and, uh, to choose from. You got four. Yeah, next time we're going for the other ones. <laughs> okay, so. Here. Uh, 15 will miss but you have advantage uh, 30 will hit mm-hmm. nice holy schmucks so yes. that is 40 it already rolled the sneak attack so we're going to take oh okay uh, yep. so that's a total of 42 and then I'm going to move 
All right. So as you move, it's going to take an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Beach. All right. So I just need a DC 23 constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was close. Uh, so you're going to take very close force damage and then your HP max is reduced by 25. Well, and so I'm going to take half of that damage on my reaction. Uh, okay, you're going to use your reaction to reduce it by half. So right. then uh, it becomes 12, I think. 25, yep. 2 is 12, yep. But his HP max still reduces by 25, right? Right. So I lose my 12 HP, my 12 uh, bonus HP. Okay. And then your HP max is reduced by 25. Yes. Uh, what is your normal HP max? It's usually 108, so it should be a, what, 83? Yep. What? This is not what I told it to do. <laughs> Fix me! <laughs> There you go. Uh, and you just took the twelve. Uh, um, there, it finally fixed it. Okay, cool. We're good. Eighty-three out of eighty-three. Okay, what's your AC? Uh, eighteen. Yeah, so I guess it's uh, setting it itself. And I'm sorry, you said 18? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So I think that's right. Um, Okay. So that was its reaction as you moved away. Anything else for your turn? Um, No, that should be fine. All right. Um, as a let- oh wait, I did. Yeah, I attacked. I did my bonus, and I moved. I should and my reaction, so I'm like all used up. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So good to go. All right. So it's going to use a legendary action. Um, it's going to. Uh, let's see, Fenner, you're right there. It's just gonna uh, whip its tail back and forth. Uh, Twenty three uh-huh. to hit you. That'll hit. All right, for uh, 24 total, it looks like. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting damage type, weapon attack damage. Um... <laughs> yeah, weapon <Yeah>. attack. Okay. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> uh, I mean, the... Oh. It's the one D and D new 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 attack type. I guess it's <laughs> damage. Type. I'm gonna guess it's that they Will mean, Smith damage. I'm gonna guess <laughs> that they mean it's force damage, because it's weapon attack damage is force for its tentacle. But like I, I don't. So uh, 19 force damage, five necrotic, total of 24 uh, to Fenner. That was its legendary action. Roger, your turn. All right, bonus action. We're just gonna move this down here. Something like. Uh, 
And Roger is really, really curious about this staff that landed over here. So he's going to run over and grab the staff. So shocked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that like totally out of character for him? Yeah, that's cr- crazy. Um, all right. So let me see. I think I have it. Hello. Um, so we're going to do this. I think this will be fun. Bludgeoning damage, by the way. I'm oh, not bludgeoning. looking at. I, I'm, I'm just scanning through. The, I'm not looking at any of his special powers. Just scan. Just looked at that word. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, cheating here, except I just saw the damage. <laughs> That's all I was looking at. Right there is. Uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um. Sorry, I'm just trying to make this usable. So it's in here. Uh, Roger, if you look in the player handouts folder, there should be the item you're looking for. Player handouts. Magic, uh, player handouts. Okay. Are you able to view that? All right, there you go. Um, it has random properties. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't... Oh, it requires the two men anyway, so I can't do anything with it right now as it is. Uh, well, so do you pick it up? Uh, well, of course he's going to attempt to pick it up. It looks like it's a cool magical item. All right. You Uh-oh. feel this absolutely seething evil anger, and you can tell you are instantly attuned to this wand. And you can feel this wand's focus shift from you to the direction of the Demogorgon. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what? If I can just... Uh, oh, God. I can't remember what some of these spells do. Um, uh, if you click it, it should take you to the Roll20 compendium for them. Oh, okay. I thought that would just cast it. Um, don't forget about the two fewer charges right well okay no, um, that's uh, Orcus or somebody else so it's still it, it wouldn't work it wouldn't apply to you uh Right, but I can at least get this off, which is um, Finger of Death. You yeah, sure let's can. go with that. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, uh, must make a constitution save. Is that against my DC or the wand's DC? Uh, probably the wand's DC. 
Actually, I don't know that the wand has a DC. Uh, typically, the magic items are the spellcaster's DC, but uh, let's see. Well, then it would be DC 19. Which uh, I'm sure the Demogorgon has a constitution that'll make that safe. I mean, you, you never know. Um, okay, so uh, con save, you said? Yeah. Yeah, 31, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> In case you roll a one or something. You see the the spell reaches out but fails to take hold um, entirely. Uh, But it is necrotic damage, right? Yeah. All right. I don't know if it takes half of half. Uh, Nope, it's going to take the the half. 31 points of necrotic damage. Got it. Anything else for Roger? Uh, no, bonus action was moving the, uh, the circle down here, so I think that's all he can do. All right. Uh, so at the end of your turn, the Demogorgon is going to take a legendary action. It turns and looks at you. Um, let's see. Yay! Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this. Friendship is magic. Okay, it's going to be this one. Um, do I have a feeling that's the not so good one? <laughs> well, I mean, considering the other option is the horrible one, you know, I'll, I'll go with not so good. Uh, let me look up the spell real quick. Um, it is ten thirty. Do we want to break here? We can. Yeah, we can finish next week. That works. Do we have enough content to finish next week? Uh, it'll be finishing this fight. And then narrating the end of the campaign. Okay. We can wait till next week. All right. So to wrap this up, Roger, or yeah, I think it was Roger. Uh, yeah. it, it looks at you and you feel like a rabbit caught in a uh, terrifying uh, gaze. Uh, like, you know, a, a predator's gaze. You can't move or take actions on your next turn. No saving throw? No saving throw. Wow. That's not nice. That's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Keep it in the circle and at least I'll do something next turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the first right. creature that has consistently hit us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it lasts until the start of Demogorgon's next turn. Mm. And it is not Oh! Oh, so that's... Okay, I'll have my next turn then. A turn order. Mm-hmm. I just don't get to take a reaction between now and then. Yep. Uh, and let me... So, yep, yep, yep. All right. So we're going to take a break there, and we will resume next week. All right. Very nice. Dramatic music and sound effects. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) All the the things, and hopefully uh, maybe more next week as well as I have more time to uh, do things. (laughs) Okay. 
That's yeah, great. great stuff. Right. I don't want you to have more time to do things. <laughs> I mean, the, the mechanics of this fight are already set, so it's just going to be, you know, more roars and screams, music, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Important stuff. Mm-hmm. And all the ads he's going to add between now and then. Um, yeah. I think even for you guys, Demogorgon is probably enough. <laughs> all right. All right. So we'll resume next week. I hope everybody is. And, and that will give um, uh, Madam DM a chance to uh, get ready for uh, Pathfinder. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Pathfinder, I finally. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbol Bird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. Music was edited by me. See you all next week.